0: Welcome to the I Am Talk Epic Camp Interviews, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, so welcome along to the I Am Talk Epic Camp Interviews Day 6, but we've kind of had a bit of a break in between, haven't we John? Have we? <laughs> oh, no. What do you mean? <laughs> no, because we're not releasing this. Oh, okay. I fine. go just a minute ago. I go, we're releasing this on Tuesday. <laughs> okay, I'm a little tired,
1: Fair so enough. this is coming out on Tuesday. so yeah. we're, we're, we've had the. We're lives.
0: actually recording it on the on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, but we figured we want Tuesday off, so <laughs> we'll release this one. Now. Chill, on, chill. On we've released the con. We've done well this week, haven't we? Y- you've done well. Wow, thank you. Yeah. Uh, the Iron Man talk. I'm talk. or oh, I put out some time. to yeah. interviews. The portrait to you by fuel belt fuel belt and that everyone's looking cool with their fuel belts now aren't they Dave was looking pretty in pink today yeah, he was looking pretty in pink wasn't he high five nutrition high five you know what I water on the bike I think mm. that's why it's such a bad drive that, that could be it <laughs> it's the lot of the story get a high five get a high five Blue 70 Blue 70 Everyone had their wetsuit out In that
1: terrible sea swim It's a great sea swim But the Blue 70 Was almost doing Too good a job I was It was hot wasn't I was getting, it I was getting yeah. hot
0: Yeah And it was like Flushes of hot water and Then cold water eh? Yeah, you, yeah. And
1: like, Normally you're looking Forward to the hot water But yeah. I was looking Forward to the cold water Yeah
0: it was pretty crazy It's Blue 70 Good, Great wetsuits Everyone was wearing Their oomph gear on the run and, and the triathlon today It was sure pretty a few, hot A few pictures Up on uh, epiccamp.com I actually took my top off hmm because it's getting a bit hot. Okay. Can you hear the, we're doing this outside again. Can you hear the aeroplane? Maybe. Maybe yeah. Not. We're right by the airport. Did you see on that run? When the, air, the it airplane? was cool. Yeah, that was cool. And uh, then, uh, coffees of Hawaii. And you've given some everyone some coffees of Hawaii. Everybody's taking a bit of espresso home with them for <sighs> a job well done on, on, on getting through the camp. So it's uh, the final day of the camp today. Today's a little bit lighter. We didn't have to train so much in the afternoon. We got up in the morning, went down and had our events at the pool. Mm-hmm. What happened there, John? We had the 400 IM. Which was
1: uh, I haven't actually seen the results But I'm sure that
0: uh, Oh he dominated He's
1: dominated it And then I would imagine It was uh, Steven probably second You got fourth I think who, got, who would have beaten me Melina Oh Melina was in front of me And then me Yeah, uh, yeah There's some good entertainment there Did you see my Breaststroke uh, <laughs> Yeah uh, it was not Fina approved. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we did. You do. You do what? Fly, backstroke, breaststroke, freestyle. And I was quite surprised because because the problem is we've done the 100 meters every or the 400 IM In every epic I've done. But it's normally the 25 meter pool, so yeah. you can kind of Sit up at the end of 25, get a breather, get back, in and do the next one. But we didn't the 50 meter today, and to be mm. honest, I was kind of stressing. Mm. So. I got through the fly, and I was quite, quite pleasantly surprised how well I did it. Admittedly, I was kind of taking a long time to bring the arms over, yeah. but the strategy worked. And then when I got to do it, I've always had a terrible butterfly. Yeah. I started doing the butterfly, got back from my second lap, and everyone is just great. <laughs> I just look up, and I just laughed.
1: Yeah, I know was it. your breaststroke. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm a breaststroke. Yeah, and everyone's just roaring. Butterfly I, kick with breaststroke freestyle. Well, I can't but do the kick. No, why not? Just, I'll, I'll teach you one day. Okay.
0: Probably won't because. No, I you did it right there. Yeah, they're right there, and then from there we did what do we do? The 200 meter kick. 200 kick. That was pretty oh, good, old Mike. Mike, <laughs> we, we had
1: heats, and uh, the second Bevan was in the second heat, yep. and he finished in front of Mike, who had started in the first heat. <laughs> Mike took over ten minutes to do <laughs> the two hundred. <laughs> and,
0: and What was funny was he decided that he wanted to go on his back, so he swimming. We we're swimming in one lane, basically was three lanes without the um, lane ropes, ropes. and uh, he was swimming into Lou, and Lou would stop him and move him. And he, oh, it was
1: brilliant. <laughs> he was brilliant. getting coaching tips halfway through. <laughs> So it was good on him for getting through it, but that was painfully, painfully long. Yeah, it was. I,
0: I have to mention though, I did beat you in the two hundred kick.
1: It's yeah, been yeah. noted. Yeah, was I awesome. was quite happy with mine though. Yeah. I was going head to head with Madman and took him on the you last. Did. You did, you did
0: actually, didn't you? You fired up. You kind of paced yourself well, didn't you? Yeah, so I was yeah. pleased. That well, you took me like three seconds, did you? Yeah, three seconds. Yeah, I'll take that. anything. I'll take anything when I beat nice. you in the water. The
1: uh, the swimming was was fina approved. The the the, the four hundred and the two hundred were fina approved timing. Yep. 50 on the oh, here we go the 50 some people don't have a clue how to time keep it's, it was it was woeful because we, I'd say take your marks go and half half the time gives a start to their watches, and the other half go, oh, yeah, boom, boom, go when they sort of hit the water. So we had times all
0: over the show. So, But surely you, you recognise I beat you.
1: Well, I'd like to go head to
0: head with you. Oh, this a
1: challenge. You're in a different heat. Oh, because so, um, I'll, I'll, I'll say 200 kick, lift kick, fair enough, I'll take the beating. Uh, but 53, granted, is probably pretty close. I but think there's a challenge here There's a challenge There's a I'm challenge yeah, I am head. Talk
0: challenge Because I took out Molina and Newsome yeah. And I took it out By about a second yeah. I was pretty happy with that yeah. I feel like I yeah, got it wrong I probably did about 28 Not 31 oh, yeah. So I was a little bit Disappointed in that myself But,
1: but Ken, uh, Ken took that out He dominated didn't he, he Because I
0: thought Heathrow would dominate Yeah he was only, Heath was only like A yeah, uh, body 30, length 28. In front of me or so yeah. So Yeah uh It was 53 and then from there we basically went home, had some bricky, and John you some. You're a shocker when it comes to navigating courses. What?
1: Well, I, I wasn't there. That's why everybody. No, went the you wrong said way. the
0: bike ride to the triathlon was going to be like 10k. And I said 20. A guy checked it, and I said 20. It was a miserable 20. We got lost. We yeah. got lost. We went the wrong way, and then Madman men took off trying to chase some cyclists down that went with our crew, and it was oh, a
1: disaster. Well, that's because I wasn't there. <laughs> that's
0: right. Camp dad yeah, So dad wasn't there to hold But we went and did a, a triathlon The sea swim I thought was about 2-2 two, two.
1: The sea swim was <coughs> measured by the Toyota van And it was a fairly accurate 1500 But there was a, granted there was a lot of chop Which slowed things considerably So I'm prepared to say it was maybe 1600 Maximum 1700 But it was no longer than that. I disagree but, but it didn't matter I got my ass kicked uh, Zad, go for you so John dominated the dojo as, uh, Heath was a little bit off the front And I was sitting on madman's feet The whole way, um, well two thirds of the way It was great, he was giving me a great time I was just sort of having to you know, Make sure you're following. Stay through the chop and keep on his feet And then um, coming up the last the last stretch We had a, two boys sort of parallel on the, um, To the shore So you just did three laps along the shore And the exit point was by um, Sort of a set of toilets And I don't know if it was a surf club But changing rooms and I was swimming along, going. We've been going for a while. We must be close to the swim boy. And uh, so I put my he- and I put my head up. I saw the, um, the boy, the changing rooms. I thought, well, the swim boy's got to be around here somewhere. I had a bit of a look around, found it. And we were like 30 metres off course. So I ducked. I basically turned ducked straight in and went into shore. Madman just kept on going. <laughs> I, was, I was laughing all the way into shore. It was great. Because he'd, he'd, he'd had a great swim. He'd, he'd, he'd given us a good gap over yeah. Melina and um, Chris McDonald and that. So it was hilarious. And then, uh, yeah, I just rode steady. I really didn't push very hard at all on the bike. I was pretty worried about my knee, but it, it seemed to hold up okay. It was a great bike course that I yeah, set out. Yeah. <laughs> for a 40k ride and then we had a, uh, a 10k four lap run from where we we're staying and um, I thought it was a really good course.
0: Yeah I, uh, I, I, I actually had I felt like I was swimming quite well I managed mm. to find someone's feet and just sat on the whole time but I was miles behind you guys so <laughs> <laughs> I kind of swam that well and then got on the bike and yeah, I just didn't feel very good today so I just kind of kind of halfway through the ride I knew I wasn't catching anyone and I kind of just plodded along and then got in for the run and I just plodded along the run but uh, Douglas was close behind I was Determined not to catch me because that would have been good.
1: No, I do f- I do feel like it was a bit of a hoax victory though because I had to bail out on the bike yesterday. So yeah, was, I, don't, I don't didn't get a lot of satisfaction
0: yesterday. Yeah. Oh, you were running strong. I noticed. It was, yeah. Mm, it was just Did you push the run? No, not at all. No,
1: no. Made no. you the win, and then Chris was only a minute in front of me off the bike, and um, and I was pretty sure he wasn't going to do the whole run. Yeah. And there was nobody else. And Madman was probably yeah, was, seven or eight minutes, yeah. or seven minutes behind. So yeah, just cruised it. It's hot though.
0: Yeah, oh man, it's beautiful today yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh wrapping up the camp now. We'll, uh, or maybe you should do that at the end of the show. We will. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna put on some interviews right now. Again, we haven't done it, but we're pretty sure it's gonna be Mike. What's have we not done? Mike, I haven't Pete? done Chris and Pete. Yep. Yeah. So I'll try to get those on and uh here we go, checking one right now. Right over so next to me right now I have the legend.
2: Hardly. Hardly.
0: <laughs> that is Chris McDonald, and uh it's been a pretty good introduction to the year for you. Obviously, winning Wanaka and uh, feeling pretty good about the race.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, Wanaka is a, a race I always, I was always going to go back yep. after finishing second last year. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was super happy to win. Even happy to get the course record. And yeah, now I'm I'm here. Just as I took two weeks off in between the race, and just here trying to. Do a bunch of cycling and...
0: So yeah, what made you decide, you know, because to be honest, you know, you're, you're a legendary uh, athlete and the, the stand on this camp is probably not usually going to push uh, you to your max. So what made you decide to do
2: Epic Camp? Purely, I just wanted to get a lot of bike mileage in with, you know, the least amount of mental effort as possible. Okay. So, yeah, Marilyn and I decided it would be a cool way just to boost our bike mileage for you know for to build a 8 base. to 10 days yep. build a bit of a base have a f- few days rest do it again in Christchurch but yeah it was a it was a simple way to, to so do, you, do you enjoy the camp? yeah for sure yeah um, what do you like about it? uh just to be honest I mean coming from having done it a few years ago and it's kind of uh almost humorous to watch people yeah <laughs> <laughs> push, push themselves well beyond their limits um but just keep getting up every day and doing it again and yeah. again and again it's kind of funny to watch um you know myself this this camp I haven't done any running just cuz I had a bit of a running injury but it yeah it, it's comical almost <laughs> yeah to watch people and I enjoy just having people to ride with um you know 1200 k's in a week um doesn't matter how fast you go 1200 k's, a ks yeah, a yeah, yeah. is a lot of k's so,
0: Yeah, yeah, that is a lot of k's yeah yeah how are you feeling you cuz you obviously train a lot all the time is are you more fatigued than what you normally would be or um not
2: not really because I haven't run yep. um so yeah running a thing eh? because
0: yeah. I'm, like i'm I'm a little bit tired but yeah. I'm not like totally drained body wise yeah. yeah and, and uh, definitely if because you're, you're not running a huge amount on the camp it's not
2: it's not too bad yeah, yeah. it's bearable and the cycling is um, it's easy to deal with mentally because it's point to point yeah uh, you're not trying to uh, you know ride out for 80ks and back for 80 to, to get a certain you know number of kilometers yeah. or whatever. yeah it just, yeah you're going from one point to the next so it's very easy to deal with mentally yep. Yeah. Hey,
0: okay, so we were talking the other day on the bike and you were talking a little bit about maybe professionalism of, of the, what's happening with the
2: sport uh, yeah. You
0: know, can you give me a bit of insight into what you how you feel the way the sport's been handled at the moment
2: yeah it's I mean no, no doubt Ironman is a unique unique sport in the fact that anybody can start on the same start line as the world champion or yep. the top 20 in the world or whatever um, marathon's prob- probably the only other sport like yeah. that well uh, like you can't turn up to
0: the talk in you. Yeah. yeah.
2: But I'm like you can't play in the same tennis tournament as Federer and Nadal and yeah. you can't play with Tiger around the golf with Tiger Woods and so that's a very unique concept of the sport which is it's cool, it's attractive to the sport yeah. but I think, in the same token, it's also what is holding the sport back. Oh, okay. So, um, so you
0: feel that if they were just to have a pro league, that would be better.
2: Yeah, but it, I mean, just the nature of Ironman, it would be, be near near impossible. Mm. Like you know, to watch a hundred guys, well, you know, even sometimes fifty male and female, go around an Ironman course is incredibly would be incredibly boring. Yeah. Um, but it's it just there's I think, the sport needs to create heroes. Yep. And when I say that, I mean, like, if you look at basketball in the Jordan era, everyone wanted to be Jordan. Yeah. You know, you look at the kids in tennis now, they either want to be Federer or Nadal. Yeah. You know, golfers, everyone wants to be like Tiger Woods. Yeah. Um, so the... And the federations of those sports... Understand the importance Understand of the that and they create... They put a, a marketing dollar into creating Tiger Woods himself. Yeah. Um, and they know that in the long run... That will increase participation in the sport. Therefore, yep. fund the lower level ranks, yep. and it's just—I mean—it's a snowball that would keep we keep going. You know, the more heroes you create, the more kids you inspire, mm. the more people get into your sport. Yep. Yeah, it's a lure of numbers. The more people that even try the sport, there's more chance to participate. The, the yep. participation numbers increasing. Yeah.
0: So, do you feel that they're not actually doing much? We must, you guys must, we must just lost the wicket ways again. Uh, <laughs> um. Do you feel that? Like what, what What? help do you get from the governing body or the WTC or yeah. anyone within the sport to promote you?
2: Um, I mean, in all honesty, it's just... It's not really... The governing bodies in triathlon don't promote the athletes. Yep. Um, I mean, they, they try to get certain certain race directors try to get athletes to the races, yep. and then it's under the, the onus of the race director to promote that those athletes are coming, but um, no governing bodies... Any any of the governing bodies In the sport None of them uh, Promote an athlete On their own It's just Personal sponsors Race directors And a lot of the time Just You know Yourself Trying to connect With, with everybody Yep yeah.
0: You were saying the other day About how with entry Was what's happening In, in the states With yep. entry now for a pro Yeah Because like, one of the things I got from the, the other day's Conversations Is that you get a little bit Frustrated with um, Just that they make it Really hard for a pro To, to make a living Really yeah. at the end of the day
2: uh-huh. I just think they're there's, you know, privately privately owned corporations. I mean, everyone's in business to make, yep. make money. Yep. And, uh, and, you can't and as knock an athlete, any... you've, got to, you've yeah. got to make money. And you can't knock people for that. Everyone's yep. got to make money. Um, but I think a lot of people in uh, in the industry are very short-sighted and they're trying to boost their bottom line now. Yep. Um, and I just think that's going to affect them in 10, 15 years' time. Yep. Yep. Um, whether they are just thinking they'll be out of the sport then, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a, a lot of narrow-mindedness, you know, across the board yep. um, with people just trying to. You know, I think the sport needs a lot more promotion. Yep. I know it's going through a boom at the moment in uh, participation numbers, but uh, it's it's still lacking that. Um, you know, someone to look up to. I mean, hero is a bit of a, a bit of a dodgy but, word. But superstar of the yeah. sport. Yeah, Yeah. Um. You know. Even even our our world champion isn't really, you know, put across as a superstar. No, no, um, not no, a, not at all. You know, but you pick a world champion in in any other sport, and you know they're very, they're very much portrayed as a world as a yeah, you know hero yeah, and, yeah. and someone to look up to.
0: So yeah. well, so for you now, mate. So you've, you've, you've kind of you know as, as I've kind of watched your career yeah. because I've been close by and you know you've kind of been hard working and you? you've got to the point where you've been really successful now your last couple of years have been great years for you where's where are you heading and what are you kind of where do you see the future going oh. <laughs> I
2: mean I just uh, just 30 this year so you know I'm still hoping to improve a, a lot over the next next few years um, just kind of reaching the time you know between 30 and 35 is when your your body can you know cope well with the endurance nature of the sport so yeah i still want to keep improving as an athlete um you know this year I've decided to go back to hawaii yeah just because yep. i mean that's that's where the legacy in the sport is you could win 50 Ironman man titles mm. but if you never do well in hawaii yeah you know, it'll always be oh well he never did well in hawaii yeah um but you you know you win hawaii once and you don't win an egg and spoon race yeah you're that you have a legacy in the sport. Yeah. It's a lifetime... It's actually time. interesting
0: listening to Melina talk about that last night. Yeah. Eh? He was talking yeah. about um, how we're talking about how some ITU guys don't really appreciate the value of winning an Ironman because they look at it only winning that money that year and Melina's yeah. saying that actually gives you 20 years of income because yeah. that legacy mm. is
2: more prestigious than winning maybe a World Cup ITU yeah. I mean you look at Molina for a, for a classic example he has 104 pro victories yeah nobody talks about that they talk about the 1988 Ironman yeah. world champion yeah yeah um, but you know he won 104 out of 123 pro starts really so,
0: wow yeah. It's don't know uh, that number
2: so you know, nobody really knows about that. It's yeah. just you know, with the the guys that are winning Hawaii, it it's a lifetime legacy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a lifetime legacy in the sport. Um, so you feel you want to hit Hawaii just to kind of start prove yourself against that next level? Ah, just. I mean, I'm under no illusions at all. Um, you know, I don't. I'm not pretending like I'm going to go there and take down the world. It's a it's a, you know, it's a phase for me that if I want to do well there, you I have to go. I have to start racing there. Yeah. Um, and go through the process of, you know, dealing with the the different aspect of the race. It's not a it's not a time trial like a lot of other Ironmans. It's a it's a pure. You're race. racing it, hey? yeah. yeah um, it's a good
0: the... point actually because a lot of races yeah. I imagine you you're out by yourself. you Because yeah. you, you're so mean on the bike, you really are time trialing, yeah. like aren't you? Yeah.
2: But it's in Hawaii. It's a pure strategy. You know, for the for me, if I'm you know, sixty ninety seconds back on the bike, it's trying to get to the group. Yeah. You know you blow your wad trying to get to the group and then you know completely blow up or it's just a different different beast and everybody is there. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not, you know, who's on the start line. It's like anybody who's any good is and is in shape is there. So yeah. it's a different beast. And you know, I just decided this year it was time to get to go back. I haven't raced there in a long time. Um, but yeah just one day just wanna, you know, try and break into the top ten if yep. that happened. You know, then I look forward from there but at the moment just I would be uh, exuberant to crack the top ten there.
0: So how do you plan your season? You know, you've you've got you know, this next twelve months in front of you. Mm. How do you look at the season? Do you go, Okay, do I go back to the races I've done well in or do I choose races do you choose races based on field or on like what what, what do you
2: choose? Uh, I mean I last year I raced well, it kinda went from O seven. I won my first Ironman in O seven. Two thousand and eight. I didn't want to just say, okay, I'm going to focus on Hawaii. I wanted to back that year up.
0: Yep. So should prove, should, consistency. Yeah, yep. prove
2: consistency. Yeah. prove consistency. So I, you know, I was happy I achieved that in 2008. I, mind you, I raced six Ironmans last year. Yeah, it's a big race. To 2009 for me, I, I had, you know, I wanted to do Challenge Wanaka, I wanted to do Challenge Roth. Yep. And Hawaii. Um, I already had my, uh, Hawaii slip from winning Ironman Wisconsin. Yep. Um so the the two goals for the year were to win an Ironman, um, and to to do well in Hawaii. Yeah. So I was happy to to win Challenge Wanaka yep. and tick that box. Um, but I, now, hence I, I took a few weeks off, just really working on base work now, and then I'll I'll go into you know some shorter, faster training, race Roth, and then just repeat that process again for Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, won't race anywhere near as much this year. Um, sorry, anywhere near as many Ironmans this yeah. year, but I'll race a lot more short course races. Okay. Just work on the top end speed. You know, even in Roth and Hawaii, you know the, the first forty k is done in fifty five minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, on, with the lead lead guys in Roth, Roth last year, it was a classic example. You know, I I think I went fifty mid fifty sixes or fifty six low for the first forty k. Yeah. And lost two minutes to Simba in, in, in 40k. Um, <laughs> so it's just a completely different animal. Yeah. Um, there and Hawaii. So, you know, I, that's why I want to go to Roth. I, I want to, you know, race with the best guys and it always attracts a good field and just see yep. where you're at. Yep. Yeah.
0: Hey, what's it like to win a race? You know, like, you know, like well, so many of us, you know, like some people are one-age groups and all the rest yeah. of it, not many people have had the experience of winning an Ironman. What was it like? Uh-huh. Um,
2: I mean, don't get... All, all wins are special. Yeah. Um, and you never... would never get sick of it. Um, Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> not. But, but the, the first win, as always, obviously got a special place in... Yeah. And I'm sure everybody's at heart that's won, you know, their first Ironman win. Um, but then... You know, after I won Louisville in '07, puts a different spin on things. Now you turn up at a race and you've won a race, so there's a more expectation. Yeah. M- more so, you know, me putting on myself or other athletes putting on themselves. You know, you, you, yeah, you thinking, well, I did it once, but can I do it again? Yeah. Um. So, to win last year again in in Madison at Ironman Wisconsin was was awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and each each race has a a different feel winning in Wanaka was I was super super happy uh, yeah because you know. I
0: was actually running out because I was in the marathon and yeah. I was running out just as you were coming in and, yeah.
2: and you look—you're charged it was yeah. great I was charged too yeah because I, I mean I'm a huge fan of the challenge series and to win there um, was was great yeah. you know I'll um, you know most likely go back again next year and doing well in Roth is always a, a big goal in mine. yeah um, but yeah I mean there's no certain feel you can put on it in words but it's just you know a, a lot of hard work that comes together on the day and and when it does come together it, you magic. know it's an awesome feeling it's a magic feeling
0: we we're talking yeah. the other day about what motivates you know different people to you know to get out there and do that and you put down that you love just you're just a competitive person yeah and, and so why is that
2: uh, i mean i am a competitive person um and i have to say i mean across 90 percent or 95 percent of things in life i'm a competitive person yeah uh, play Monopoly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Arguments
2: yeah. um, and I honestly think that comes from having two brothers, one who is eight years older, one who was yep. nine years older, and growing, both respect I mean yeah, both growing up as a kid though like from you know we rode motorbikes as a kid, I wanted to do it at their level, yeah, you know anything we played field hockey, you know i was i think I was fourteen when they were playing division one hockey and and I was like, well i if they're doing it i gotta do it yeah um so it always pushed me to you know to try and achieve you know better things having yeah. two brothers that much older than me yeah um and it just yeah it hasn't gone away yeah, yeah. it was great it yeah.
0: makes you, you achieve what you're achieving yeah. just lastly I, I, like it's quite cool last night we had like a on quiz and it was quite interesting i, I didn't realize how, like some people were. Uh, like you're a historian of the sport aren't you you, you yeah. love the sport and you have a real passion about yeah. numbers and figures yeah. and, and uh, it was really interesting you just seem to know your stuff about that where does that come from because um, you know because I don't know were you really into triathlon before you started or I I,
2: I've, I didn't swim, bike, run I mean I ran playing field hockey but now I took up the sport in 02 um, and honest to god before I mean I was I was friends with Molina yeah. before I did triathlon, yeah. and to me, he was just Molina. Yeah. I I didn't know he'd won Hawaii. I didn't, yeah. but I'm I'm fascinated by the history of the sport, and in the last you know six seven years, I, everything I'm just keen to know who did what when, and and when the figures go in into my head, I just seem to remember them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I love it. Love love the history of the sport. If, when I mean growing up in Australia. When I was there, in my young teens, triathlon was, you know, that was Saturday afternoon TV. Yeah. Walshie and Miles Stewart and Brad Bevan and, you know, all Spencer Smith, all those guys. It was called the St. George Bank triathlon series. Um, And that was Saturday afternoon TV. They had the Super Sprint series. So I, you know, watched that as a kid. But, you know, back then I was like, what is with these tools running around in a speedo <laughs> uh, but you know that all stuck with me um, and so I mean when I you know see those those guys now and you know I look up, up to them in a, in a degree and it just yeah I love the history of the sport I love how, to learn who won what races and how the dynamics of it were yeah.
0: And, yeah. Who, who do you admire the most like, if, if, like I said yeah. say the most but who do you admire most as an athlete um or some of the people maybe. Some
2: of the people, I mean, I think Simon Lessing is a is a genius in the sport. I mean, yeah. he was a gifted athlete, um but to dominate for so many years. Yeah. Um, Go on. Yeah. John you, again. You've got to be more than gifted to win for that many years yeah. um, and to race at his ability. Um on the same token, uh hard I I really appreciate hard working athletes yeah. like I mean yeah, Molina won a lot of races but he was a hard working athlete. He didn't come from a wealthy family and, you know, have it have it laid on a gold platter. He yeah. worked at a burger stand and, you know, he he raced you know, he raced for money and a lot of times if he didn't win money there, he was gonna be yeah. fight broke. Um so look up to Scott a lot. Yeah. Um and in other sports I think, you know, I I'm not sure if it was you I was talking to, I think a fellow like George Hincappy in cycling. Yeah. You look at him and I think that, that guy is so under celebrated as a sports person. Yeah. Um, you know, six Olympic Games, twelve Tour de Frances, yeah. you know, all you know, numerous one day classic wins, you know. And so someone like that I look to and he's uh, he's a bit of a legend too. Nice. Mm.
0: Hey, it was great to get you back on the show again. It's uh, good right. luck for the rest of the season. Good luck, you know, for your build-up for road. And it's good to have you back in New Zealand and, you know, yeah. around with you and stuff. And uh, it's, You're always impressive to watch on the bike. You're just a machine. And it's of <laughs> nice to know you're, you're like, you've come along in all areas of as an athlete. And it's uh-huh. just, it's great to see someone who, you know, because you were a guy who just came from nowhere. And, you know, uh-huh. and, and it's like you get the people who have done triathlon their whole life. And then you get people who have just hard workers and they've uh-huh. built up. And you are really just, you are an inspiration for a lot of people out there who maybe right. want to do what you do. So it's good. Yeah. Thanks, so, Thanks for being on the Sweet. show, mate. Cheers, well Sweet. <laughs> We've got Chris back on now because last year when you won Wisconsin, it was a great race. Uh huh. Dominic, did you? Did you how, what time did you do there? Ah,
2: uh, shit. What was it? Oh, eight forty-seven. Nice.
0: Yeah, eight forty-seven. Smashed it, and uh, and and it was, was. You got a course
2: record, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and John on the show. What did he say? He said it was a bit short, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I uh, I happened to just to be. Going through the archives of Home uh, Talk,
0: yeah,
2: and uh, I heard uh, John say, "After Louisville, oh, Chris's name's on the list for Wisconsin. He, he, he won't start. He won't start. <laughs>
3: oh, <did> he? Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was just a backup man. He won't start." And I, oh, yeah, thought, oh, dirty bastard! Yeah, it was, it was in love. Uh, and then, I didn't, uh, did you notice I didn't say that? You oh, didn't yeah, say that. I'm backing i backing up, saw the mate. love. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. <laughs> um, and then the week after, you won, right? <laughs> yeah. legendary. Course and then, record. And then I uh, I pull up the podcast and I hear John say, oh, course must have been short. <laughs> course must have been short. Uh, so, sorry, yeah, he's like, uh, normally the winning time's nine hours or so, but Chris went 8.47. That must have changed the course. <laughs> <laughs> so he but, needs to do his
0: peas, doesn't he? He does need he to He needs do to his sharpen piece. up, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah next yeah. time you're going to smack the crap out of mate. That's yeah? right. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it uh, for you. Okay. Anyway, that's Chris gone. <laughs> right, I guess go. So right next to me I have Pete heinz Krum. And he's from Holland, but you've been based in... Whoa, and his phone just rings. Uh, and he's been, We've been based... It would be press-ups normally, just for the record, but yeah. I'll, I'll let you for it just tonight. Um, he's been based in the Hong Kong for the last period and uh, kind of decided to come to Epic Camp. What made you want to do it? Um, well, I've always wanted to do Epic Camp um, since
4: friends of mine, Toby Radcliffe and yeah. Michael Henrik, did it in, well, 2004, 2005, in several yeah. years. And since I got made redundant in December, finally the opportunity to spend some time uh, training.
0: Really? So you, you kind of just lost job and you thought, buggering, I'm going to live the dream?
4: Well, I lost job, but yes, I basically said, well, fine, happy to, uh, to be without a job
0: for yep. a while. Yep. So, yeah. And so then you've just been training since?
4: Yeah, I raced uh, South Africa 70.3. Oh, cool. um, I was training out there for a few weeks with my family and my parents lived there. And then I came on Epicamp.
0: And so, how's it been for you? Because we're pretty much finished now, we're wrapping it up, you know, we just been out for dinner and people a few wines and
4: stuff, how you, have you found it? Yeah, it was great. I mean, I, I came over, my main objective was to do cycling and, and spend, really uh, develop more strength on the bike. Yep. And did well over 1250k in eight days. So. Yep.
0: And you rode strong too, didn't you? You must be happy if you're riding.
4: Yeah, I mean, normally I only ride on uh, on the turbo trainer, so it's pretty good to be oh, out Oh, really? On. Yeah.
0: Oh, you're riding on the turbo trainer? Yeah, it's, it's very,
4: very dangerous in Hong Kong to be out riding in yeah. the boats. I mean, a lot of people do, but some people got into pretty serious accidents. Uh, so
0: how do you find that? How do you find... So what kind of variation in sessions do you have with your turbo trainer? Like, what's a long ride? Um, well, I go up to six hours on the turbo. Really? Yeah. Wow. Do you, so do you use one of those programs that gives you guided workouts and stuff like that?
4: No, I, I just have different rides, but I watch DVDs and listen to music while I'm on the, on the turbo.
0: And you work to numbers? Like, you know, because like I've used the Turbo Trainer myself at times, and to be honest, I'm quite in the Christchurch, it's quite easy to get out on your bike. Yeah. So I, I've got one I, over the years, I've used it bugger all times. And I found whenever I used it, I really lacked motivation because I just, you know, found it hard to fire up when I was on the Turbo Trainer. How do you find you motivate yourself when you're doing that? Well, I, I mainly look at power, uh, so I really see set point. targets and yeah,
4: set targets. And the, the main point, I want to be able to ride an Ironman at 250 yeah. watts. And that's what I've been building up to so I'm curious to read the uh, the outputs from the last week yeah and uh, when I get back home tomorrow we'll see uh, where we are
0: and, and so what's it like when you actually get to get out on the road like because obviously if you're a turbo trainer all the time you must love being able to be on the road and
4: riding your bike yeah and I, and especially riding in a group like the last week is is much harder than you sort of remember because when I was back in London lived there for seven years we were out on the road a lot and now being back in, in a group again it's all the surges and staying with the group especially uh, oh, if true. you're sort of third, fourth wheel in it's like back up and brake whereas on break. a turbo train you're just consistent yeah. aren't you? yeah so it's, it's very, very different, because on the turbo, the moment you stop pedaling for two seconds, you you come to a complete stop, whereas yeah. here, obviously, there's much more coasting and you're just riding along in a group. Yeah, and also downhills, you know, you don't, you
0: don't practice it downhill on a turbo, yeah. do you? No. <laughs> what about climbing? How do you have to find the climbing? Because, you know, in this camp, we've done a lot of climbing. How have you found that?
4: Well, I mean, the one thing I did find is that you can get very, very fit on a turbo trainer, because, by well, I've ridden with chris and sort of the lead pack most of the my whole camp yeah yeah came in first group every day basically so and, and especially on the climbs i was
0: fine yeah
4: so uh, yeah you can get very very fit on a turbo
0: that's that's clear yeah well yeah it definitely takes a special athlete i think to do that too to actually be able to find motivate yourself to do it that way do so, um so what about running what do you do for running do you run on a treadmill or are you able to run in hong kong
4: no, in Hong Kong, the running in Hong Kong is fantastic. I mean, there's trails everywhere. Yeah, I have actually ran a little bit in yeah. Hong Kong. Yeah, so th- that's absolutely... You don't need to run indoors at all, except in, in August and July. the swim
0: squads? Go- swim right? all right?
4: Um, well, I now swim with the Hong Kong Tri Association, so the yeah. sort of the elite triathlon yeah. group. Um, well, it was swim with is... You should qualify that as in I'm in the pool at the same time yeah. because I swim off the back yeah. all the time. But... Uh, and there's pools everywhere. My apartment block has a 37-meter has a pool, which oh. is open all summer. Oh, that's great. But it, it shuts in November and only opens again in April.
0: So for teleport preparation, it, it doesn't really help. Um, so, so but
4: there's a lot of pools to
0: go So you're saying through. you came into the camp with the objective of really trying to up your kind of cycling power. Without looking at your numbers, do you feel you've achieved it?
4: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel very, very strong. Um, like today, I rode 107 for the 40k uh, yeah. bike yeah. yeah and it was a tough it was, yeah.
0: a, it was a really hard ride wasn't it yeah. lots of up and downs yeah, yeah. okay if I couldn't run after that anymore <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that, that was <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, honestly yeah. true true try <laughs> <drive. laughs> oh, no. snake the bike oh, the run wasn't so good no. <laughs> you were running fast for the first couple of laps I noticed and you kind of faded at the end
4: no I mean that only Lou was overtaking me so I was sort of looking back and then no one was catching me so I thought bugger it I'm, I'm just gonna yeah. To the end. So
0: what have you found hard about the camp?
4: Um, well, I, I guess that you you can make it as hard as you want for yourself. Um, I I got out of it exactly what I wanted, I think. Great. Um, but yeah, you can add on five runs every day and another
0: three yeah. k in the pool. And there was one day where Pete, in his, in his infinite madness, decided that. We'd done a two-hour run, and he decided that he was going to do an extra tour. And he goes to me, because we ran, we ran together that day, didn't we? Yeah. We ran really well. We ran up, uh, what was it, the Hefe track? Mm-hmm. And we ran up together, and then we ran back down together. And you got he's got fragile ankles. <laughs> <laughs> because I was running behind the guy, and, and I thought he was going to break his ankles about 100 times. And we get about maybe 10 minutes from the end of the run, he goes, do you want to do something truly epic? And I go, what? And he goes, run, run home. And it was like another two and a half hours home. And I was like... really (laughs) and you started but then your knee was playing up because you fell down didn't you
4: no it was more that it it was 37k I think back from
0: where we finished the run remember he'd done two hours running before
4: this yeah and it it was pretty hot it was scorching wasn't it yeah so when the second van came past I looked at my watch like 54 minutes in probably another two hours two and a half hours to go Mm hmm what am I going to do jump in the van or yeah. run all the way back because I'd be all, out on my own Yeah, so I well, decided to jump in the well, van probably, but probably <laughs> a wise
0: decision <laughs> but it, would have, it was three hours by then already so it's yeah, not a good, like good run yeah. and you're saying that um, late last year you did
4: an uh, ultra marathon or 100k yeah I ran the uh, well when I came to Hong Kong in January 2008 um, the thing to do in Hong Kong as an ultra or an endurance athlete is the trail walker which is 100k yeah. off-road marath- ultra marathon um, so I did that in November, which basically meant, yeah, running for 10, 15 hours a week since, oh, yeah. uh, since September, August.
0: So when, you, when you did it there? Have you done Ironman before? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I've done seven, six or seven. Okay, so quite a few. Yeah. How was that in comparison to an Ironman? Well, it's, it, firstly, the, the, the climate in Hong Kong is, is particularly around November time it's very, very different. It's, it, when we started to run, it was 33 degrees and 97% humidity. Really? So you just lose everything in two three hours everything's gone yeah and yeah you have you have another well in our case uh, 12 hours to go yeah so um and how much there was lots of climbing this race too, wasn't it? yeah it's eight thousand meters up and down <sighs> uh-huh. so it's 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 tougher than an iron man simply because you're doing one thing for yeah so long. Yeah, it's, yeah it's a thing yeah and as you mentioned my ankles aren't uh, the strongest no, no, so no. particularly <laughs> towards the end when you're running on trails gets dark and you have to really be careful where you put your feet down Mm. um but we ran we were sort of clear we we just or just not to to break 15 hours so we ran the last 3k in 11 minutes and 27 seconds making it yeah
0: but still didn't manage to break (laughs) uh, (laughs) so so you're going to do taupo and this is obviously your next big key race You've done a huge week this week, uh, both some run, you know, it's been pretty epic, uh, funny that, and uh, what's the plan, you've got a month to Taupo, what's the plan to to make sure the is a success from here?
4: Well, I, I might have spoke to John and, and Scott about that a lot, obviously, uh, during the week. They recommend to, to,
0: yeah, have a feel,
4: sort of, first seven days, take it really, really easy, and if you then sort of start to feel okay again, um, yeah, get back on the bike and and run. It yeah, slightly longer than the thirty forty minutes that I'll be doing sort of on a daily basis. Yeah. going for the next first week. Obviously, swimming you can basically do every day. Yeah, if you want to. Because that's a hurt in the body. Yeah. But but Douglas, one of the camp participants who did it before, said even if you don't do anything for the next three weeks. Yeah. And then have your normal taper, you'll still be fine. Really. Because, uh,
0: you think you find it hard to trust it? Because you know, like. You, right now, you're feeling really fit. You've come out, you know, and you're feeling pretty great. And do you think you'll find it hard to actually trust that it's going to work?
4: Yeah, well, I don't see myself cycling or running for the next few days anyway. Great. So, it, it, you do so much. I mean, basically, you do 10 hours of exercise a day uh, for eight days. So. Yeah. And, and not all of it is, is as high intensity as, as other parts of it. But mm. still, you feel pretty nuked after all this. So and. Yeah, I, d- I don't see I'll have any trouble. Sort of. What have I been some there. of the highlights for you? Uh, probably the 270k day. Yeah, it was a pretty uh, good ride. Uh, followed up by another hour run, and yeah. I guess the two hour. I mean, we ran fast up that hill. Yeah, that was pretty good fun. So uh, yeah, the three-hour run was good, and and just being around people that have because I I obviously train a lot with people that are. Yeah, sort of mid to top end age group. Yeah, and you know, suddenly come into this camp; it's all top age group. Yeah, and people around you that win age groups. And yeah, it's it's people are so fundamentally different about how they want to train and what they want to do. It's quite interesting to see wow. that difference. So you really thrive on the environment. What's what's the goal for Um Teupo? Um, just to have a good race. I mean, if if I qualify, it'd be great. Um, and I would, because this is the year where I I can probably go to Kona. Great um so if i qualify i'd what, love to what, go what age group, you have 35 39 this okay, year okay so it's competitive isn't it yeah, yeah it's going to be pretty hard yeah so but it's it's more important to get because i've done a sub one hour swim i've done a five hour bike i've done a 330 marathon but yep. all in different races yeah so, so i'd be keen to uh, to get it all sort yep. of have come together in in one race great so that'd be good
0: Hey, well, thanks for coming on the show. It's been uh, it's been wicked, uh, like you're saying. It was a wicked run that day. We were flying when we were coming down Hillway. We were flying like you wouldn't believe, but it was getting a little bit dangerous, so we, <laughs> we decided to slow down. <laughs> it was like when we started falling. It was like you know what, and luckily we did because Tara actually injured herself that day, didn't she? Yeah. So, so uh, thanks for coming on and good luck with the rest of the year and you, What are you going to do for the rest of the year? Uh, I haven't. It
4: all depends a bit on uh, if you go round. Well, okay. Yeah, and and whether we stay in Hong Kong, yes or no. So I mean, it's okay. a lot up in the air. But uh, might be racing a few races in in the summer
0: in Europe this year. Yeah. It must be nice to have that time as well. You know the time that you have not been working so much.
4: Yeah, well, but on on, on the other hand, I I find and some other people said it on the camp as well. Work does put you force you to do a structure and, and get up makes you get uh, up every day at five o'clock and do yeah. your training. Whereas yeah. now with kids and family and it it gets very very messy uh, if you, if you don't do it.
0: <laughs> We're making John wait outside, so we've had a good bit, a bit cool day. Uh, okay, well, thanks for the interview, and we'll catch up. Good luck okay. for New Zealand. Bring it on. Thanks, Gavin. See you, bye. Now I have Michael Walker from from New Zealand. Where are you from in New Zealand originally? From Palms North originally. Palmy, yep. Palmy yep. North. Yep. probably explains a lot, really. And uh, <laughs> now he's based in California in the US of A, and uh, he decided to come on Epic Camp.
3: Correct. What yeah. made you want to do it? Um, I'd heard about it uh, through a friend of mine um, in California, had been on an Epic Camp, a guy by the name of Jonathan Williams, and then I had been referred to a coach, a guy by the name of Kevin Purcell. Yep. And K- A.K.A. KP. A.K.A. Yep. KP, and KP thought it would be a good idea. So that's basically how I got here. So do, tell your history on Um, I'm really just a backyard guy. I just got into it because I played, being brought up in New Zealand, I played rugby all my life, and once I decided to stop playing rugby, I needed something else to do, and I figured triathlon looked like it was a mixture of a number of sports that I was kind of interested in, none none of which I'd ever done done seriously. So I I took up triathlon. And and
0: have you done IM
3: before? um i've done i'm in new zealand 2005 2007 yep. yes and then again this year 2009 double I'm, years is this a habit or is yeah this... well been living in the states it's got, you know got to get it organized yeah yeah,
0: yeah. is it nice to come home and do a <clears throat> race in new zealand
3: yeah, particularly nice to come home and do a race in new zealand um my wife who's a new zealander that i met in america uh so her family's here, and all my family's here. We have no family in the United States, so come home, we're all meeting Taupo and spend a week together, and oh, around so it's a the race, game. and it's a pretty, you know, healthy, fun atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. So it's good.
0: So coming into it, you know, you've, you've been told by people that you know you kind of respect that it's going to be a pretty big week. What, what were your expectations coming into it?
3: Um, I, I, my expectation was that I would get tested, and I was looking to get tested. Um, interestingly enough. Um, KP Kevin Purcell sent in a, an email on my behalf to to um, John Newsom, you know, saying, "Hey, this guy wants to come on your camp." And John sent back an email um, pretty quickly saying, "Yeah, we'd be happy to have him fill out this form. You know, tell us about yourself, your triathlon background." So I sent him my triathlon background to John, and in, in about 15 minutes, I, I received. An email back from him saying, "Yeah, we'll take you, but you're going to be one of the slowest guys." Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so and, and, and that, and that was a real reality. It's a nice guy, yeah, hey? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> was a real reality check for me, but and it was good though. You yeah, know, to you be front hey? Yeah, you got to be totally front yeah. And uh, you know, I, I took that very seriously and, and tried to prepare as best I could. Yeah. And um, my expectation was just to try and make the minimums, which I've managed to do. So you've done all, all the minimums? I've done all the minimums, yeah. Which
0: is a wicked achievement, eh? Like, you know, sure we've got Madman Steve Lord and Joe and people going to the absolute extreme, but man, the minimums are huge, aren't they?
3: Yeah. Um, huge by my standard, yeah. Yeah. Huge by my standard and you, that's the the most um, enlightening thing of this is is, for me, has been, you know, how many... Good people, there seem to be on you know this epic camp. There's just people that are so strong and so much will, and just love to train and prepared, prepared to go out there and lay it on the line. It's, yeah. it's, it's incredible. It's an amazing environment to be
0: around. You're, you're a character, you know, kind of know this, and you're, you're a good spirit. You always have a bit of a laugh and stuff, and give a bit of shit. What have you found about the environment and the kind of the group atmosphere?
3: I think it's the environment's very diverse, you know, you you know guys like Pete and Lou and you know Steve and Joe and Tara and and just different people from all over. I I think it's been a very uh, interesting mix that could be in certain circumstances it could be a very good mix and could be in another circumstance a very bad mix, but given the fact that, you know, we've all, you know, been um, prescribed this, you know, huge amount of um, training to do that, you know, we almost have to band together. And there's a camaraderie that evolves pretty quickly. Yeah. That, um, you know, is, I've found very supportive. Um I think it's yeah, it's a really good mix of people, and you know, people get on board real quick. And in being the, you're obviously hugely different backgrounds, everyone sort of comes together and you know drives toward the one goal, dragging everybody through pretty yeah. much.
0: Is, you're saying that you know obviously the environment, the people, and, and kind of the enlightenment that you've experienced for doing this has been real highlights of the camp. What, what have been some of the real challenging things that have really kind of pushed you? That you know maybe maybe where you thought you couldn't do what it needed to be done.
3: Um. Yeah, I don't really. Kick. What was that? 200 kick. 200 kick, yeah. 200 <laughs> kick, yeah. Um, I, I've been particularly obviously challenged in the pool, it's, which has been. Um, I thought that I would coming into the camp that I would be able to handle the cycling. Yep. And, I, and I felt that i am pretty much. I, I always knew that if we got to a point where we had a sustained climbs of over six or seven degrees that you know I was going to be in trouble because I'm you know a little bigger or a little heavier yep. than most of the guys but I thought I'd handle the cycling okay I'm I was concerned about the run and concerned about the swim and that's been probably the, of the most benefit to me is that you know I'm you know I'm, I, I obviously really lack swimming wise and yeah. so that's been a you know a great thing that's come out of it so you so, feel? Do so
0: you feel you know you need to, to put your energy in that area?
3: Or? I need to put the energy in that area. I'm almost to, to a point where you know I want to go back and go find a swim coach somewhere, oh, okay, and I want to go find a swim coach somewhere and tell them, "Hey, I don't know how to swim." Yeah. And yeah. you know I've never swum before in my life. You know, tell me how to teach me how to yep, swim and start and from, yeah. from, from scratch. And you know, my, my previous Ironman swims are actually really not too bad, but I. Uh, I, you know, I, I feel like I could make huge improvements in there and then save a bunch of energy. Or, yeah. you know, in a, in a, in a race environment. Mm, yeah. mm.
0: So, so, um, so what are you hoping to do in Tapo? What was like the finish? <laughs> <laughs> well, what have you done previously? What's your PB
3: in Tapo? Um, I, uh, ten fifty nine. Oh well, so that's pretty uh, decent. Yeah, no, it was reasonable. I mean, but you're I'm loving getting under the under 10, the 10, 10, 10, 10 with a four forty-five run, so that gives you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I got to fix the run a little bit. I had a, a pretty good swim and, a, and obviously a good bike. So hoping to, I'd be happy to. Any run with a three being the first number, I'd yeah. be very happy. And whether or not yeah. I can pull it off will be, will be, um, we'll see on race day.
0: What about the rest of the year? So you you obviously (coughs) don't race every year because obviously maybe it's a bit of an event for you. What what do you do for triathlon for the rest of the year?
3: I um, am being based in the United States. I race some um, different races in the United States. I've raced Wildflower three times. I've raced um, Big Kahuna in Santa Cruz three times. Um, I've a couple of sprint races, Long Beach, and um, a race up in Los Angeles. I can't remember the name quite right now. Also, I've raced, there's a half in Hawaii, the Honu half, I've yep. raced that. So, you know, I race mostly half and longer. Yeah. Uh, I have raced, and I'm not, I not. don't know that I'm necessarily suited to the longer distance, better than I am to the shorter distance. Yeah. But there is... Um, Just like your challenge. Yeah, like the... I'm not, I'm not super fast at any...
0: You're based in Newport, um, yeah. in, in California, which is kind of Orange County. Mm-hmm. um. What What's the triathlon community like around there? Because it's a great place to train. Like, I actually lived there for a couple of months. We talked about this previously. Yes. And, like, training conditions, it's perfect. What,
3: what's, is there much of a tri-community there? There is a huge triathlon community there. Um, and there are a number two or three clubs. Um, I'm not actually personally involved in any of the clubs, but there's, um, you know, plenty of places to train. And there's, there's um, ocean swims during the summer months of the year, which is basically nine months of the year you've... Um, <laughs> You know, ocean swims Sunday and Thursday, and then also bike rides. There's bike rides every day of the week. You know, yeah. seven days a week. There's plenty of places to train, yeah, and people to train with, and and good. You must to love offer. it too,
0: because eh? I remember when I was living there. You wake up every morning, you look out the window, you just think, yes, I want to train. Yeah, uh, you know, like the weather's just perfect there.
3: Eh? You know, you're you're very very blessed with um, phenomenal weather in Southern California. There's no doubt about that. So, um, you know, we're very close to. Carlsbad and Encinitas, which is a you know, home training ground for a lot of the top professionals in the world, you whether know, know, they do Boulder and then come down to Encinitas and, and train, so obviously you know, we're sort of 40, 50 miles from there or you know, 60, 60 odd kilometres, so yeah. it's a good area for training, no
0: doubt. Um, just lastly, how's the body feeling at the end of the camp?
3: I'm pretty thrashed. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm pretty far in a hole right now. I I would say, and um, you know, more, you know, more fatigued than I've ever been. But um, you know, now, you know, two, three, four hours since we've our last event, I I have a renewed uh, sense of confidence or achievement. From you know what I've accomplished in the last eight days, but I have been through during the training camp of being in you know yeah, being in a, of a mindset where you know that I you know this is really too much or this is you know I'm this is you know these guys are serious this is not you know I'm, I don't belong And yeah. this you know so it's driven me through a bunch of different emotions and. and, and, and you know, and right now I feel very positive that I've I've made it to the end. And, uh, you know, I, I would, I would, you know, suggest it to anybody. Just come see what, you know, if you think you, just come see what people are capable of. <laughs> yeah.
0: And yourself, obviously, too. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, it's um, very nice of you to say that. But, you know, there's some, some amazing people attend this thing. Yeah, And, and let's come, come see it to believe it yeah so would you want to do it again oh, I'd love to do it again yep love to do it again yeah and I would certainly uh prepare I, I think I would you know train I would change my having seen what I've, I've or having experienced what I've experienced here I, I would change my training yep yeah I'll do I'll train differently I think yeah Um. you know on occasion to try and if I was to go and attend something like this again for sure Yeah but you know you just phenomenal people attend this and and they're good athletes and they're good people and um you know i come from rugby background and you know i enjoy to socialize and have a good time and i you know i you know i have a reasonably bright personality and these people are all good people and they're very focused and you know, it's a fun environment. Yeah,
0: it's all good. Hey, well, thanks great for coming on the show. I must say, I'm bloody proud of you, mate, because you didn't swear. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's a trooper, swearer, So it's all good. And, and awesome work on your camp, mate. You've been, you've been a pleasure for the camp. you are always great energy, and you've kept working hard right through to the end, so you should be bloody proud of yourself, mate. So uh, good luck for New Zealand. We'll uh, keep
3: an eye out for you, mate. Thanks very much, Peter.
0: Super Camp New Zealand 2009. It's been a big, big camp. What's mm-hmm. uh, your thoughts?
1: So points winner, pretty convincingly. I uh, haven't actually totaled it up yet, but it'll be Steve, Stephen, Madman, Lord. Yep. Um, dominated Dojo, didn't he? Dominated. Didn't Tara was challenging him quite hard for a while. Yeah. But um, she had a fall on the the long run and hurt her hammy, so that sort of counted her and out. And
0: she's got a wicked bruise on the back of the leg, eh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So he'll take uh, he'll take that Chris McDonald will take the King of
0: the Mountains um, oh, I wish I was here longer I he may have yeah. got it eh no you might have done I mm-hmm. did yeah. beat him in our challenges yeah Yeah. good maybe he should give it to me yeah. you hear maybe, that Chris maybe yeah, you should maybe. send it over to uh, New Zealand Christchurch you're uh, where I live so and he's saying that and we're yet to decide who will take home the, the green jersey Well, that we, we, we can decide have you an idea because this is Tuesday
1: well no I've got a couple of ideas but mm. Melina and I are the committee and we haven't haven't Okay. Merge, but he's probably pissed by now. So yeah, he's down at the pub. They've been down at the pub literally since we finished the race. Um, so it could be messy <laughs> later on. <laughs> it will be. So yeah, everybody's at the pub except us. <laughs> so <laughs> All my support crew are supposed to be here helping me pack up. But
0: we still yeah, love John. Yeah.
1: you know, camp dad. Anyway, it's been a good camp though. All the feedback's been good. Um, what have you thought of it? No, it's been it's been tough. I've i really found the first. I was knackered after the first three days. I was completely gone, burger, yep. and then found as I do in most camps, came on a bit stronger in the second half. So it was just it's pretty frustrating that I couldn't ride yesterday. But I,
0: um, you had to make a call, didn't you?
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm comfortable with my decision, but it's just a bit frustrating yep. because then I miss out on the ten points, and I probably would have finished. I don't know, maybe second, maybe maybe third in the points. Yeah. So Molina will beat me in the points. <laughs> God
0: damn it God
1: damn old boy So we'll have to rethink the points for next year To make sure it swings back in my favour. <laughs> so but anyway uh, No it's been good I think the feedback from the guys Has it been a solid camp um, Any standout performances? No um, Just the standard Like Lou You, you always knew that Lou was going to push, Do, do he? what he did, did. Yeah. He um, came on strong second half Likewise with Douglas So the guys that are experienced Know how to get there Get themselves Mike
0: You know Mike's kept pushing You know he kept yeah. on trucking the whole time yeah, the, the thing—it's hard to name names because everyone's done a great job, hasn't it? Yeah, the, yeah. the
1: thing—what we want to get out of epic camp is for everybody to get the bonus points at the end of the camp for doing all the minimums. Yep. And uh, a couple of people haven't been able to do that for, for one reason or the other. But if anybody who does that on epic camp, it doesn't sound as hard as it may seem. But to do the swim, the minimum bike, and the run every day is yeah. quite a challenge. Yeah. Yep. So anybody who did that, great effort. Um, highlights for you. Highlights for me. My focus was always going to be to make sure I win the aquathon, win the triathlon, win all the speed events. Uh, So I did that, so I was happy. I feel like my biking might have come. I've got some good bike base under me. Highlights... Tucker, Hill's always great and I was, I was pleased it was a nice clear day coming up and probably the highlight for me was, was the day where I bugged my knee <laughs> yeah, where I ro- rode really good tempo all day and then we pulled up at the winery with pretty much towards the end of the day and it was baking hot, yeah. sitting in the shade having some wine and cheese and stuff so
0: that was, uh, that was probably a highlight for me. How about you? Um, I, I To me I'm always a bit of a terrain kind of person so I love the nature where you ride And train through And like you sit at the lake And mm-hmm. you know To me Probably that swim You sit at the lake Was one of the highlights Just being like for Someone who doesn't Necessarily love swimming You put me in a beautiful lake With beautiful surrounds And I can just swim all day And I, I love that I love just riding In the South Island It's really pretty special uh, I think the highlights For me Other than training Is just the camaraderie with the crew eh You know mm. And how we can just All sit around Like last night We went down to the pub And had a triathlon trivia And uh, it was good fun eh? And just mm. You know Just people passionate About this thing That we're doing And so that was really great uh, so yeah, that was pretty much highlights for me. So, so I mean, if, if anybody's listening, in, yeah, what's the next Vepic camp?
1: Next Vepic camp is going to be in France in early June. Yep. Uh, so if you're keen to be involved in that, I think some people get a little scared of epic camp. Basically, if, if you're a sub eleven hour athlete and yeah. you're okay on the bike, yeah, you need be to be okay. reasonably strong on the bike. Yeah, you? but what's reasonably strong? Five and a half? Yeah, sub, sub five and a half or under. If you can do that. You'll be okay on epic yeah. camp, don't It
0: will be a challenge but
1: Yeah. Yeah. But that that's the sort of standard we're looking for. So we'll be in France, uh, and then all going well early to mid January next year. We're gonna do the length of New Zealand, which is gonna be a huge camp. Yeah, it'll yeah, be about never. a fifteen day camp, but that is once in a lifetime opportunity that we we will never be doing that one
0: again. No. Really, uh, once, uh, so we're only doing it because John's always wanted to do that right haven't you? More or less. Yeah.
1: Seems to be a theme going on. I'm prepared to organise it, so yep. uh, that should be good fun. But um, yeah, we'll be ta- basically t- uh, taking sign ups for Epic Camp France from uh,
0: next week. Okay, so if you want to do that, you just go to epicamp or even just email John and you can get it through our website. Dub dub dub. I am talk me. So uh, what do you have to for the rest of the week now, John?
1: The rest of this week's big week actually So Tell me why We'll be back on Monday um, So a bit of family time Monday night yeah, and up, Tuesday eh? And then Friday we're heading over to the west coast For the coast to coast Got oh. uh, coaching Emily Miazga, the defending champion How's she feeling? She's feeling a bit confident So we've got to just bring that confidence back <laughs> Knock her A, l- a bit. little bit <laughs> Because we don't want her being too overconfident But she's in um, Great shape. As, as good a form If not the best form she's ever been in So just have to see if that's good enough And uh, So you,
0: are you support crew? Yep, how do you yep. find that because like triathlon Ironman you don't have support crew whereas coast to coast it's so pivotal isn't it you kind of run around for that it's good day. and um, you
1: know her feedback from last year was it was quite calming having me there yep. she sort of you know you go she'd go through a transition and we'd sort of just Make it I'd run along and I'd just sort of tell her the main things to focus on so yep. it's it's good for her and um, it makes it a you, you get involved in the day a little bit yeah, more, yeah. but it's um, it's not you know you don't yeah you know, that's you see them at transition and that's it yeah sort of because they go into the wilderness. then. The you I'll see you in four hours. Yeah, and then I'll see you in the next five hours. So. Um, it's all go though When, when they come into transition it's, um, it's a pretty slick operation We have about four or five
0: people supporting him, So I suppose it's pretty cool be. as well Because when you wins You've been more You're kind of It's her day obviously But mm. a bit of, you're a part of the experience mm. So, mm. yeah. so we're we'll looking forward to that That'll be
1: on uh, Saturday next week And then uh, yeah, then we'll, we'll be off to Kai Terry
0: Terry for a week <laughs> It's a hard life eh It's tough, tough ah. life, so. What do I answer for the rest of the week I'm going to be going Just catch up Hey, because I've been away for a few weeks now, nearly two and a half weeks. So catch up with my lovely par- like my partner, my daughter, and my friends, and play my guitar again, John. Nice. I'm going to have a week off too. Okay, good. Yeah, week I'm, off training. Yeah, well, I've got to yeah. work at the gym, but I'm not going to train. i because I'm going to there's a race I'm doing called the Rootburn Challenge, which is an off-road kind of marathon in May. So I'm going to have a couple of weeks off training, and then game on. And I'm also going to be working on my fifty free. Fifty. Oh, I'm <laughs> Been training for that. <laughs> that's right. Bring it on. Right, guys. That's was uh, this week's show. We're back to normal with the normal format next week. So uh, look forward to that. I'm Russ. I'm Mendon't Train hard. Train smart. Kia <laughs> kaha.